With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Andrew McDonald, thanks for joining SCN Cricket. The uh, morning after the day before, uh, how do you feel after that famous victory in Indoor? Oh, incredibly proud of the group um, to, to get validation for everything that we've put in place. Um, it's difficult to win here. I think someone just said before, I think 4, 4% of visiting teams win here or something like that or <laughs> something incredible. Um, so incredibly proud of the group. Um, and they enjoyed the celebrations, which they should have. You guys were under the pump after Delhi, not just, I suppose, the cricket side of things, but all the external noise. And there was a big emphasis on sticking to your plan and trying to find a way to play the game on your terms. And I suppose that's the, that's the secret to your success here, that you're able to speed the game up and slow it down on more on your terms. Yeah, no doubt. And that's the hard part when you're um, in foreign conditions is to get the game on your terms. And we had a really good look at it in Delhi. Um, and unfortunately, we had that hour of chaos that cost us the game um, which which is unfortunate but we felt as though a lot of what we did in Delhi was going to hold us in good stead here um, and it wasn't about changing the plan it wasn't about panicking around that it was about doubling down we were clear going into Delhi and we felt as though we played really good cricket there and we just we, we um, as I said we doubled doubled up on that um, coming here and we got a little bit of a break too I think helped yeah. um, a bit of freshen up some people went in different directions and um, we come back together really clear on what we needed to do there were some moments in the game it could, could have gone either way I know Steve was speaking yesterday about when you went out uh, to, to field the second time after the 6 for 11 collapse that, that that was a moment in time that you needed to, to keep it together and of course Nathan Lyon steps up the yeah. bowling group in support of him but uh, yeah how proud are you that when it was there to be one that you're able to um, stick fat basically yeah, I mean, there was a few nervous moments, no doubt about that. Um, in particular, what happened with Delhi, and it's hard not to think about, um, you know, previous uh, experiences. Um, and there, I think there would have been some of the group that were thinking, oh, "Oh no, here we go again." But for Nathan to grab that group and execute the way that he did, um, you know, eight, eight wickets, you know, in, in a Test match, his second best ever figures goes past 100 wickets in India. All, all the stats are, are coming out. But he, he's, you know, he's been an incredible player for Australia, and, and that was his moment. Um, and he grabbed that team and was able to dismiss you know, some quality batters uh, that the Indian team presents. Uh, there was a lot of talk, uh, Andrew, about uh, wanting to slow things down. And there was that period in that second innings when Shreya Sayer was started going after the spinners. And Rohit Sharma said that's generally the kind of innings that breaks the game. Uh, the way Steve Smith and, and, and the rest of the team kept their nerve, held their nerve, and fought back. Like, how big was that moment to get him out at that point and the catch from Khawaja? Oh, a huge moment. You could just sense that you know Shreyas was putting some pressure back onto onto us. Um, you know he's rated for his ability to play spin as well, and I thought the move to bring Mitchell Stark back on at that period of time was you know a, a good captaincy um, lever to pull. Um, and then the catch from Kawaja, um, you know, shifted the game, and, and also Steve Smith's catch off Pajara as well. He was um, you know he was making things look relatively easy out there. Dare I say it? And uh, you know that that stunner um, winding back the clock was you know it was an incredible catch. Uh, and just about uh, the fact that you had two young spinners, uh, he is Todd Murphy, looks like he's played test cricket for the last 10 years. Uh, but the fact that you won a test match with, with those two guys playing a huge role, I mean, Murphy didn't take as many wickets as he did in Nagpur, but he, he, it was so difficult to score runs off him. And, and of course, Kuhneman took those five wickets in the first innings. 
Yeah, I think the the way that those three spinners have worked together is they've complemented each other. And when it's been someone's turn to lock away an end and allow someone else to uh, be a little bit more creative down the other end, um, yeah, they've, they've just invested into making each other better from from either end. And Todd Murphy, uh, he won't get the the plaudits um, of the other two spinners that obviously got five wicket hauls, um, but his ability to control the rate from one end um, and and he was difficult. Um, to, to handle for the, for the batters as well. So he didn't get the rewards, but the ability to, to keep that attack functioning, to keep it tight and to keep the pressure on was, was really impressive for a young spinner. And the nose, you spoke about the nose, uh, but yesterday morning, the first ball hit nearly <laughs> cleans up KS Bharat. <laughs> You're sitting there, 76 runs, looks like 576 runs at that point. Uh, just the morning and what you were feeling personally and just as a team, uh, as you saw head and minus, like head towards that total. Well, I think the whole game presented those types of nerves where the surface was disturbed pretty much from the second over of the game. Um, so it was it was always going to be difficult. Uh, 76 runs seemed a long way away when the when the uh, the first ball kicks like it, it did. But I thought the patience that, that Travis and, and, and Mana showed with 13, 13 runs off 10 overs and it wasn't because they, had, they were lacking intent. It was just serious execution from Ashwin and, and Jadeja. They, they didn't bowl a bad ball. Um, and they made things difficult, but when they did, away we went, um, and then we put some pressure on. Um, but it wasn't up until the 14th over that they bowled a bad ball. Um, but Travis Head's intent to score was always there, albeit the scoreboard wasn't flowing at that period of time. Uh, you spoke about the celebration. You guys didn't leave for nearly five hours after after the win. Uh, how different was it? And I mean, now you've been part of quite a few test matches that Australia has won. How different was this, like beating India and India, which rarely happens? Uh, in those five hours, you stayed at the Holker Stadium. I think you've got to enjoy the wins, haven't you? <laughs> because they're very difficult in these conditions. Mm. But I think when the test match ends well, at 11 o'clock in the morning or something ridiculous like that, um, yeah, teams do tend to stick around the ground. If it ends at 6 o'clock, then you probably get out of there a little bit, uh, a little bit earlier than that. But, yeah, just to sit down and... And to share that experience with the players and the staff, and there's a lot of work that goes into you know winning a Test match in India, um, and it was just great to see the joy on the faces of the players. That yeah, we've done it. Yeah, you know, what, what we put in place can work here, and now we've got the great challenge of squaring the series. Um, you know, that, that's that's there. The World Test Championship finals secured, um, which is a big, which was a big focus for this group. So. Um, yeah, that was something to celebrate also last night. You've spoken a bit about having the rub of the green here, but I suppose you make your own luck to an extent as well. You've reflected on the catches of, of Kawaja and Smith, but specifically with the acting captain, having the ability to bring a guy in with that experience to do the job in tough conditions with that experience and seemingly getting every big decision right through the course of two and a half days. Yeah, and I said earlier that, that we've, I think the last two test matches from a bowling point of view, from field positioning point of view, the way we've gone about it um, has been very similar. Um, and I think that the moves were pulled at the right times again in this test match as they were in Delhi, which just probably failed, not probably, we failed with the bat in Delhi, which then gave the, gave the ascendancy back to India and they were able to, to win that test match. But yeah, to have an experienced leader like Steve Smith with, without Pat here is, is a bonus. Um, it's, you know, the... the both very good captains in their own right, um, and to have that available, um, you know, with, with Paddy having to go home to um, to care for the family, um, you know, is is a bonus. You can sense there's a, a big national debate coming on where Travis Head should bat after his performance <laughs> yep. at the top of the list. And um, look, obviously, he's performed exceptionally well for you down at number five. You're probably going to have two vacancies opening the batting at some stage in the not too distant future, owing to the age of, of Warner 
and Kawaja. He, he's shown himself as someone who can improve, certainly in these conditions. Yeah. Do you think he can take the step and be a full-time opener? Or do you think that that might be um, taking away from an, an existing advantage and, and you might be more inclined to keep him at five? I think as it sits right here right now, um, I, I'd be inclined to keep him at five. Um, in Australian conditions, I think he's, you know, he can be he can just shift the game three down, put a lot of pressure on. Um, he's not easy to bowl to, and, and especially with the Kookaburra ball, once it loses a bit of its its movement off the surface, um, he, he's an incredible player. And in these conditions, I, f- I feel like opening the batting suits him down to the ground. I think um, a few years ago, Aaron Finch did a similar thing um, in the UAE, but um, those middle-order players in the subcontinent, I think, can, can definitely open, and he's shown that here. He's been pretty open about his vulnerability in the past, Travis, about yeah. being dropped and how, how hard he's taken that. He spoke about the robust <laughs> feedback he provided selectors after being left out at Nagpur. But um, a, a day like yesterday, being a match winner, Red Ink in a crucial chase, what that will do for his confidence, knowing that um, not only is he a capable player, but he's a, he's a bankable senior player as well who you can trust to play for 10 years. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a big innings. Um, 49 not out in those circumstances. I think you know it'll, it'll probably rate at the end of his career when he reflects on it all as one of his, one of his best and it's, it's hard to say a 49 not out is one of your best innings but I can't see him playing too many more important knocks in the subcontinent under that pressure on that type of surface um, so yeah he, he's, he's a quick learner he improves he's shown that he's shown that uh, the way that he goes about it he can uh, succeed at the top of the order and um, you know it's fortuitous um, for, for him to get that opportunity obviously with David, David Warner's injury um, but he's taken it and grabbed it and credit to him. Andrew McDonald, congratulations on the victory at Indoor and being so generous with your time today on SEN Cricket. No, thanks for your time.